This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Buddha Gear. It's one of our favorite sponsors. They're located here in Utah. They're responsible for the original meditation headband. It's a headband that you can place over your third eye, and it's got a little secret pocket in there that you can hide a crystal. Almost all of their products have some sort of sacred symbol on them, or they even have some funny stuff as well, like... Um, like cute little baby beanies and plant medicine gear. Yeah. Also, like uh, I love this saying that you'll see on a lot of their stuff is, just let that shit go. <laughs> It's a good reminder. And in case you don't have enough face masks already, they also have those. If you go to our website, energieslovepodcast.com, and click on the sponsors tab up top, there's a link for Buddha Gear. You'll be able to go and check out all of their stuff. While you're at it, make sure to go follow them on social, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, all those different places. And then grab a beanie, grab a headband, throw a rock in it. Not, well, you could just throw any rock, <laughs> throw your you're favorite good. crystal or stone. If you don't have your favorite crystal or stone and you're looking for more, they can also hook you up with those. Yes. So go show them some love. Thank you, Buddha Gear. Now. With sex chairs. Sex chairs. Um, <laughs> that definitely <laughs> got me distracted. I know. Uh, we cover, oh, uh, the niche of this podcast, mm -hmm. what we um, think we're going to be talking about quite a bit more. Bathtub portals. Bathtub portals, um, sex chairs the new film on netflix um don't look up with new with up. with leonardo dicaprio we uh, spoiler alert talk about that piece of shit film and um <laughs> whether or not we should have racist neighbors on the podcast we'll see so tune in that's a great episode <laughs> anything else we missed <laughs> big clits <laughs> you're listening to the energy is love podcast Too. Are you? Yeah. Let's do it. This is it. Are we already started? Very first thing I want you to do is push pause on the podcast. <clears throat> Not you. Okay. <laughs> Unpause. Do yourself a favor and Google sex chairs. Se oh. <laughs> it That's is right. uh, such a wonderful, beautiful rabbit hole that you can get lost in for a good five minutes. Uh, Stephanie and I were doing a little bit of research, just, you know, as you do. And, um, you do. Yeah. Because obviously we like sex. That's okay. I wanted to talk about that, maybe. Sex chairs? Liking Not sex? sex chairs, but how we like. How we uh, like sex. It looked like you were just about to start going down on the mic. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I was showing you. This was my reminder. Oh, was it not upright? Yeah, oh, it wasn't. Like, there we go. There you go. I didn't. I didn't. You're all set now. Now I'm ready. So if you talk into the microphone. <laughs> like this. Anyways, go Google sex chairs and just enjoy the images that come up. There are some really fun ones, some exciting ones. And then there's some like what the fuck this was the image that they decided right. to put on their website or something when you find those <laughs> my favorite was the guy that was like in his sandals with his socks right posing she's all like this Total like sexy out. bend over and he's like khakis and sandals and socks like this is how you do exactly. it <laughs> there's a party over here and there's a party over there so it cracked to each up. their own like yeah. maybe that was their fetish maybe that's a fetish we don't know about i don't know about that yeah. fetish i'm a fan of uh sandals socks and sandals yes not so much i was socks trying to think sandals. of something that rhymed with socks and sandals to make it a fetish but like I, I couldn't did you that's why i just sat there nodded my head like come on yeah it's gonna come socks and sandals with Hot candles. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I, I can't rhyme. 
Yeah, you can. I was I was trying to. If we just give you a little bit more time, I'm sure you could. Rhyme time. Yeah, I got it, mister. No, I couldn't. <laughs> you don't even have to try. To rhyme? In time. Okay, I'm done. We got to quit with the rhyming. Climb in time. Okay. <laughs> Cuties. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on to citrus. That's all I can see is this citrus. This is a super rough start to the podcast. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Moving on. I wanted to talk about us. Uh, well. It's your favorite topic. <clears throat> Fine. Then talk about us. Um, I will listen. It came from the other day when I had that beautiful experience in the bathtub where I, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember hearing about it. Yeah. yeah. You weren't there. I wasn't there. I took a bath the other day. It was on the new moon mm-hmm. of this year, right? Of January or whatever. Second. And um, we did a live in our bathtub, by the way. Go check it out. And um, our tub is a portal, apparently. I didn't know this. But at some point in time, Stephanie converted our bathtub <laughs> to a portal to other dimensions. And if everything aligns just correctly, then you can actually drop into other places. And so I did that. And I'm not going to go deep into that rabbit hole. Um, I guess I could, huh? I mean, I I got nothing else to do. <laughs> I'm here. The episode did just start. You know, we got some time. It's up to you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's stuff from there that I want to... The, the main thing that I wanted to talk about from that experience. So it was like this very deep... Uh, psychedelic experience of visualization and connection and also like out of body type experience. I was on some marijuana, which some of you might find shocking. You're like, what? Others of you may not. Marijuana. (laughs) Um, But it was just one of those perfect storm experiences where I got really kind of blasted away into the universe and got to experience a lot of different stuff. And in some of those spaces, you know this because you've experienced out-of-body experiences. And I'll just speak from my experience rather than like one of the things that drives me a little bonkers is when people talk about like, um, this is what it's like. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, this is the thing. I'm having like, a hard time following. <laughs> <laughs> no, it drives me nuts when people speak about um, any experience, really. As if it's like, uh, that's exactly the same experience that everybody's going to have, right? Oh, okay. So my out-of-body experience is going to be mine. Right. And some of the things that I experience in that out-of-body type experience or a deep spiritual experience are unique to me, Mm -hmm. right? They might have some similarities with other people and some commonalities. But the way that I experience energy in those spaces is kind of unique to me. Not everybody experiences that stuff the same way. Um, so in my experience this time, I would drop in and out of realities in a sense, right? Where I'd be very deep lost, totally like just fucking tripping balls lost in this beautiful place, totally absorbing everything too. I was picking up like different sensations, body sensations, uh, visualizations, literally just bouncing timelines going from one dimension to the next. It was really interesting. But then I would also have like my own consciousness with me the entire time. So I had my own thought process. And leading up to this experience, I was thinking a lot about us 
and I have been thinking a lot about us in regards to the podcast okay. and how we're expanding and what we're doing and how it's growing. This is taking way longer <laughs> than I thought it was going to. So thank you for listening. Um, I was laying there and I was thinking about us. And a lot of what we have done over the years with the podcast as it's evolved and changed, right? Originally, it was talking to other people in the realm of spirituality and healing and energy and all those kind of things. And we still talk to people like that. Um, it transitioned a bit and got real heavy into men's work and emotional work, right? Which we're still in when it comes to the emotional work. We talk a lot of now, obviously, about therapy. and But anyways, it's evolved and yeah, it's changed. It's going to keep evolving. And it's going to keep evolving. And it feels like the next evolutionary shift of this thing is really us. Yeah. And it's a podcast about us. And in a sense... What I came to realize as I was laying there in the tub, I realized that we are, quote unquote, like the product. We're the product. Yeah. Like, we're not obviously selling you guys anything. Yet. We're still working on merch. <laughs> Stay <laughs> yes. tuned. We've got merch coming. Um, we also have some other things in the works um, that we're going to be potentially rolling out. N not potentially, that we're going to be rolling out an offering later this year. Not if. When. Yeah. And, but right now, and for always, just to listen to the podcast, it's always going to be free, right? You can always just listen. Um, I think that's how podcasts should be. Yeah. Not to say if you're charging patrons or whatever, Patreon for your podcast, there's nothing wrong with that either, right? Everybody does them. Why are you having such a hard time getting to this? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, what can I do? The The thing that I'm, I'm not embarrassed, but the thing that's hard about this for me is um, like speaking it out loud on our podcast. It's almost like bringing a word, like it's pointing at it. Yeah. As opposed to just letting it be this thing that kind of ran underneath the surface. I get that. But it's us. Mm -hmm. Like we're the product. We are. You know, we talk about everything. Because I used to always think like, what's the the niche of our podcast? We're the niche. In, um, we are the niche. <gasps> That's the niche. What's that? I'm just going to keep that. Yeah, that's, we are the niche. We are the niche. I think I have another place open where I can. Anyways, okay. it's always trying to come up with like, what is the spin of this podcast? What's your elevator spiel? What is the thing that is going to, you know, what's the tagline? What's your bio? What's the thing that's going to get people to listen to it? And at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of value in what we create and a lot of value in what we put out. But in a sense, like this is us. We're the brand. We're the thing that we're selling in a sense, right? And it's not just like Craig and Steph. It's our love. That's why it's the Energy is Love podcast. Like it's not a mistake that that's the name of this podcast. It is not. What? I just had Tim McGraw start playing in my head. What did he say? It's sure love. It just does something to It's a song. <laughs> he wasn't like, Stephanie, I've got a message for you. <laughs> breaker, breaker. Steph, this is Tim it's, McGraw coming in strong. It's one of the many ones he does with his We're going to need you to. Uh... <laughs> you said, it's our love. And I heard it's that song just immediately was like key music. Yeah. <laughs> and then it came in. But that's what it is. Yeah. That's what this podcast is all, all right. about. 
It's about our love. And Brandy Carlisle. We talk about her a lot. I'm going to talk about her today. <laughs> and Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> That's a good. What's your podcast about? Um, it's about us. We talk about our love a lot. <laughs> uh, we talk about sex a lot. And we talk about Brandy Carlisle a lot. So if any of, of those my three things, things. <laughs> if any of those three things appeal to you, then you might like this podcast. <laughs> but I think it's a cool thing. It was a neat realization for me. And it also, I think what it did was give me just myself, my own personal permission to um, relax into that space. Because so much of the pressure of whether or not this podcast is successful, I place on my shoulders oh. because of all the stuff that I, you know, do for it. I create you, all the content. You are I, the, the the doer of the podcast. Yes. So all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Right. Obviously, you're up front here in the camera and uh, co-hosting and all that stuff. But that's right. All that other stuff that gets done in order for the podcast oh. to go out to the world. I suck at social media. If you are a social hey, media baby. whiz. This isn't about something that you suck at. I know. Because you don't. I was I was seeking the opportunity here. We don't want a social media whiz right now. That is willing to take pity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like you help me with social media. I do your astrology chart or something like, you know. There you go. You can help some out so Craig doesn't have to have all of the burden on his shoulders with everything behind the scene. It, it, it isn't a burden. Oh. No, it isn't a burden. I love it. Yeah but I want it to be successful. So a long time for a long time, I've been trying to figure out like what's the greatest like avenue of our niche that we need to head in. Mm -hmm. For a while it was like uh, emotional work, uh, energy, uh, all these kind of different things that we incorporate into our life. And then it was like, oh, we're a marriage podcast. This is about marriage and this is about how to be in a relationship. And all of those things are true. But at the end of the day, it's us. It's us. We're selling us. Right. And all of those things. And all of those things, yeah. You know what we're selling? Hmm. Like the us, but it's just like the, we are the things that go unspoken. Hmm. We say the things that go, that are left unsaid. And just like throw everything out there and say it all. Yes. We say the things that you think. We say the things that you think. <laughs> Quote think, me on that. We think the things I that you things. say. I know things. I drink and know things. I drink water and those things. That was some synchronized drinking right was there. Was it right there? Mm -hmm. Here we go. So yeah. Okay. That's what this podcast is about. It's about our love. And I think we have to lean into that more. Do you? And I think we have to lean into, because it was the awareness as well was twofold. It was, okay. we talked about this, I think on last week's episode or whenever it was the last episode that we did, how we tend to talk about our love for each other, yes. and then we talk about sex. And those were like the two big things that you and I like talking about. Like when we settle down at the end of the day and we snuggle up and we start conversing with each other, we tend to like sit and bask in the love of our life and how grateful we are and the journey that it's taken and all these different things. And then we talk about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk about sexy stuff when we like sex. We like Are you, I should have asked you before, I apologize. Oh boy, here we go. Do you go. want to talk about the significance of sex that you discovered in our charts recently um or do you want to do a little bit more prep work and then we talk probably about that a little later. bit more prep work because i'm like uh i'm trying to i can't i don't have enough right off the top of my head to just regurgitate yeah that information 
that's okay. But that, that is okay. But it's there. Yeah. And it gave me a lot it's of... Um, it also gave me peace. Yeah? Yeah. When you shared all of that stuff. I've always yeah. felt sexy. You and are I don't sexy. mean like from the perspective of... I've, I haven't always felt that I was sexy, but I've always felt sexual. Sexual. Yeah. Yeah. And I have felt copious amounts of shame for that. Yeah. Like all the shame. They go hand in hand. Well, that's Sex how. and shame are bedfellows. They, they are, are not, but that's how it's been created. Yes. Shame does not belong anywhere with sex. However, that is all that sex is. How it's, it's shameful. That's yeah. how they spin it so the church can control. <laughs> so when you uh, found that out and you were diving into that the other day and sharing it with me, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I was so excited to share it with you. Yeah, I was excited too, because it had to do with like, I mean, obviously the astrology thing is your wheelhouse, but from my understanding, the basic layman terms of what you were describing or explaining to me about me was that because of whatever, right, Thanos or... I didn't say Thanos. Eros or Aros, <laughs> some, some god yeah. from somewhere. Eros. Eros. If I'm saying that right, which I might not be. He was in the third house from the sun in my chart when I was born or something like that. I'm obviously being silly. I was like, that's, yeah, that's I, not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of me and how I have a terrible time remembering what you say. Not the, <laughs> <sighs> Do that thing where when you hear me talk, you just repeat it like one second after me. One second after me. Do one that thing that we learned. Yeah. Okay. And then you can not have a hard time. Not have a hard time. Um, I have a hard time remembering what I say. When Basically, I talk, the takeaway was that I like sex a lot. And you're allowed to. And I'm allowed to. And it's an important part of, I guess, this existence for me. Yeah. And this was also important to me, too. Um, I like pushing sex to the, the extreme. Boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when I feel safe. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm in relationship and I feel safe then I'm gonna push the boundaries of mm -hmm. sex. And that and made some, go ahead. In a very consensual way, that sounds like that could be, it's not, there's no harm to it. It's just um, the things that are considered like taboo. Yeah. And the things that are like that hidden, that's where you're pushing it. That's where you're stepping outside of the, um, the circle of what is so-called allowed and then what, like anything beyond that, how you have these levels of what is acceptable and then it just like turns and oh, you're just a freak yeah. and how they label it, which is bullshit. So within those safety confines, you are not afraid and you are willing when you're safe to go to those extremes to like jump out of these circles that society puts you in yes. and not be afraid of sex. Yes. And not only not be afraid, but like want to explore it, it. and uh, push it to the limits and the boundaries of it. And that's so much, I think, also mirrors how I live yeah. to some extent, right? Where I like to push life to the extreme in some yeah. sense and explore the boundaries of what this life has to offer. And sex is just an extension of that. <clears throat> extension of that. And I like it. Yeah. Like and so... That gave me a lot of like, oh, I don't have to hide that. And I don't have no. to be ashamed of that. And I don't have to think that that's somehow something that I have to like not acknowledge or not embrace. That's something that I can very much just 
allowed to exist without, you know, I don't have to quantify that or explain that away. That's just who I am. And that's okay. Right? Say yes, something, please. I'm feeling super. Oh. Uh, yes, that's who you are. And it is okay. You have awareness, you have acceptance, and then you can feed that or you can like, now you have that information. You can, how do you want to tailor that? What are you going to do with that? Are you going to allow it to grow? Are you going to watch areas where it's been um, like rebellious? Because there's that, there's high roads and low roads. Yes. So you can see where things have been extremes and unhealthy ways. And then things have been um, repressed in unhealthy ways. So now that you have this information, where do you get to find that balance and expand and express yourself in healthy ways and without shame? Yes. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's what I'm trying. Doing my best. I'm doing good. Hopefully. I was like, um, like this is a terrible example, but I don't, I don't know how to express it. When I saw mine and like arrows being right on Venus in my fun house, I was like, when I found that, I was taking it to you. I'm like, look, <laughs> it was a badge of honor. I'm like, look at my freaky. Look at all this. This is my charm. Look at yours. So it was so fun to express and see our, our similarities with that. And then the way that we are synchronistic in our sexual desires and connections and yeah because you had some freak in your chart too right i got so lots of freak in my chart yeah so freak in the sheets <laughs> <laughs> got a little embarrassed actually right there i'm like hold on stop looking at the camera i can't now i'm not a little embarrassed I'm like oh my god they can see me that's nothing there that's, did she just say yo yo yeah don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain there <laughs> i um i found it interesting with mine with my sexual needs are not matching up with my emotional needs, that they're in the contrast in my chart. And that is, I remember that was like super struggling. I have, I think that's kind of where I stopped at that moment because I've just been diving and diving and going in. Um, but that hit me so hard. I'm, I'm still at the awareness phase of that. Say it again for me. It's okay. the awareness that your my, emotional and your sexual needs don't align. Yeah. On the chart is where it's showing it's got contrast. It's not mm -hmm. that it doesn't align. It's just they're at an awkward angle. And so both are true, but um, they do not like mix together. They both want very different things. So I always have this contrast about my sexual sexual needs and sexual desires, which are, you know what they are. <laughs> they're big. They're out there. <laughs> I just go. I'm so embarrassed. Big time. It's okay. They're it's big. okay. Big and sex. And my emotional needs, <laughs> which are so like deep and connective. And um, it's not saying that sex isn't deep and connective. It very much is. But there's like expansions that you and I have and crave in sex that does not fit um, society's norm. Like those are like really pushing the boundaries of of the outside of the society's circle of what is allowed. Now, I really don't give a shit about what society says is allowed and what isn't yet. I feel the weight of it. So I'm over here. I'm like, I don't care. I don't have to fit in that. It doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter what anybody says. But then inside I'm like, oh God, it kind of matters. You know, it's that internal conflict. So my emotional needs are very, um, they're very deep, but they're very, I don't know how to say it. Anyways, 
I was like that that was like the first time like when you're going through your charts and you you see these contrasts and you see challenges and you see opportunities that was the first one that was like ah oh, this is what I always struggle with and I felt stuck and so I had to walk away so I'm still going to go back to it which is kind of why I can't grab all of these little things right now because at that point I had to walk away so it's just that awareness and I have to sit with it do a little more research find out what it means find out what it means for me and then move on um, <clears throat> two questions. First one is just a simple. <sighs> I forgot to exhale. <sighs> okay. Um, earlier I talked about how we're the we're the niche, we're the product, right? We're the thing. Yeah. And we're gonna like <clears throat> continue in that vein, I guess, for a while with the podcast as it continues to grow and evolve. Okay. Are you willing to also continue continue to explore sex on this podcast? Well, we are going to be on Pornhub, so like, <laughs> how can we not? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you understand kind of are what we, I mean by the question? Like, obviously, are we going to still talk about our sex and our um, maybe like all the things around it, the things that we experience, the things that we deal with, the things that we face? Kind of, are you talking about like everything? Is that what you're saying? Am I yes. willing to? lay our entire sexual life out on well, the podcast what it is is i realized as stay I, tuned for episode 275 because <laughs> um, that's the those are the two things that we like talking about we like talking yeah. about our love and we like talking about sex i'm getting there i know but i'm just saying it makes sense that we would then bring that because we're the product we're yeah. us that we would bring that to the podcast i'm getting there but slowly your roll don't back me into a corner I wasn't a uh, Kool-Aid man out the door. I wasn't backing you into any corner. Flintstone be like, Pew. but it's a genuine question of like, are you willing to explore that more on the podcast? As much as feels right for me. Yes. I always think, I think about all the different podcasts that are out there okay. and everybody, like everybody wants a niche. Everybody wants right. to be f like squeezed into a specific box <laughs> because then it makes it easier for people to consume that information. So yeah. you know what you're listening to. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we were like suddenly a sex podcast, then every every episode would have to be about sex. Yeah, I don't want to talk about sex in every episode. Good, right? I want to talk about sex a lot though, because <laughs> I like it and I yeah. like talking about it and I like exploring it with you, and I like uh, uncovering all of those different things about myself that yeah. come through that avenue of information in a sense that energy channel, I guess, right? Yeah, but I don't want to <sighs> pigeonhole us into one specific category. Then slow your roll. Quit making me try and say it all right now. I move a little slower. That was question number one. So I, I guess the answer is yes, you're willing to explore it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Question number two. I got a question for you. Let's, so. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your second question, but don't forget I got a question for you. Well, I'll write my second question no, down. No, no, you no. ask me. Go ahead. You you think you can hear my question while you write your question I can. for me? I'm going to multitask. This is why you can't remember what I say. Go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. Did you already forget it? Kind of. See, just ask it. Um, the, uh, not disconnect, that's not the right descriptor, but that um, space between your emotionality and your sexuality. Uh-huh. What do you feel like is, you know, maybe the, the biggest factor between those two things? First off, there's nothing- Do you want me to answer? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please do. Uh, it's relationship um, trauma. I think it's, there's a lot of things that have happened that have caused me to 
be fearful in relationships. I don't know if you've noticed just right here. Are you going to talk about this? Don't make me commit. I have some commitment issues. I've been backed into some corners that make me not want to ever look at a corner. Like that's why I want to live in a yurt. No corners. <laughs> I just don't want to ever be backed into a corner. Um, the way that I was taught that relationships are and should feel the examples that I saw on what matters and what doesn't and relationships that I've experienced and relationship that I experience. So where my heart feels safe is not the same as where my, um, my body wants to breathe. So it's just that those dynamics, I just have some trauma to get through and maybe one will fade out. Maybe one won't, maybe it'll be this like beautiful synchronistic thing where they all come together. I don't know. I'm in the thick of it with it. So I can't see that right now because when you're in the thick of it, you're just, everything's do you feel like I answered it? Absolutely. Yeah. What's you your question now? Um, I get so excited sharing what I find in your chart with you and like sharing that with you. There's parts of it that I'm like, you're going to feel seen and you're going to feel understood and you're going to feel validated. You're going to feel liberated. I'm realizing that I'm still, I didn't hear it till this moment. I'm attaching outcomes. I want you to feel good. And that goes to my question. I'm going to have to get rid of that. That's, that's something I'm really where I, I want to bring. I just want to bring liberation with this. And when you see an obstacle in your chart, it's not, you're not stuck. This isn't like your future. It doesn't mean, well, you're doomed. It's in the charts. You can change that. You have that awareness and now you see it, you can change it. But my goal is just like that. It's like, I feel like I'm taking chains off of people. I feel like I'm unhooking the shackles on you and being like, you get to be you. There is nothing wrong with you. So I feel like I'm liberating you. But do I ever, is my delivery not that? Do you feel, do I ever bring you information or deliver it in a way that you're like, fuck, that makes you feel like I'm putting them on? No. No? No, you don't. I don't think you do at all. Yeah. You get me excited by the information that you bring me, even when it is some difficult stuff, yeah. even when it is like, hmm, you got to look at that a little bit. So I think you're like you're overwhelming or your overriding intention is, is pure and good, right? And so, yes, you kind of have to present the information in an unbiased way. Yes. So that they can just receive it, right? But at the same time, I think that undercurrent of your like really just want to bring peace to people and help people in this yeah. journey. And now you have a one more avenue, one more avenue. of being able to do that. One more incredible, yeah. talented, beautiful, and amazing Thank avenue. You. Thank you. Right. I really love it. Yeah. I really love it. On uh, Sundays, every Sunday, almost every Sunday, we do a little live calling it sit down Sunday for now. Who knows what it'll change into maybe. Um, but you're going to start sharing more, some astrology stuff on there. Yes. Um, it's I kind did of a practice. Month. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> and um, I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. I think it's all great. Thank you. We just have to continually share ourselves. I know. And show that, up. That's parts of me, though, that I am afraid to share. Because that is parts that I feel are judged. Like, I, I feel like I can easier stand right here or sit right here and talk about all the sex, all the things that we do, have done, want to do, everything, I can lay that out before I could sit here and say, this is how 
see right there Ooh, my throat just was like nope we are not saying it um you know what the difference is oh god i've got it i'm all over the place it's okay when i'm working with people my my ego my part my here my fear of failure isn't there because when you're working with somebody you're with that person and so that falls away because what comes through is that energetic is that channeling so i can be there it's why we can facilitate um space in this so all of these things can happen because you step outside of it and you were just there with that person the you part isn't there and it's what flows through in that moment but when we're talking about it i'm not able to do that at this point i can't sit here because then it's like then it's like i'm sitting here and having to tell you what i know or it's like I have to sell myself on why I'm worthy and why I can share this and why I can express this. And that is where, and I'm so afraid of, um, it's really like this persecution. I'm it's a intense. fucking wiggle one this fucking episode. Oh, Jesus. I know you're, I'm kind of I've adjusted anxiety. this fucking microphone stand 16 Am times. Am I making any sense? Because I feel like that's why you're so wiggly. Is Not because at all. I'm all I have no it. idea why I'm so wiggly. Okay. So that's really hard for me. That's really hard for me to talk about. It's really hard to be here because I'm not, um, my worth and my, my fears are present when I'm sitting here talking. There's times we get into flows and all that goes away, but. Mm-hmm. I'm going to now wiggle and adjust your microphone. Okay. I'm, s- wow. You're so what? I'm super anxious. Yeah, me I've too. Got all the anxiety. Me too. This new year has been great so far. It has been. But it's also interesting. Yeah. I kind of feel at the beginning of the year and the year starts and we get going and everything like that, I kind of feels like I've stepped out into the new, into some new place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just feel, I don't feel uncomfortable because I feel comfortable within myself, but I feel like my surroundings are new. So I kind of am stepping lightly as I learn about this new place. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I think it, I mean, for me, it speaks to like, I'm different. Something happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that sound crazy? I don't think so. Just that sensation. Do you ever have that feeling of like. Something shifted. Well, it's just like the, everything seems different now. Yeah. There, it seems like in a, a whole new flow of energy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's way, not more possibilities, just everything opened up in such a more expansive way. So yes, more possibilities, but also like different possibilities. Yeah. It feels like I literally landed on a new planet and at the beginning of the year just stepped off the back of the ship. And now it's like, let's figure this place out. Yeah. But I'm confident in my skill sets. I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in like who I am and where I'm at and my emotions and everything like that, that no matter kind of what this new world holds, as I continue to explore it, I'm going to be fine. Yes. And I feel like you're with me. Yeah. Oh, good. So can you relate to that? I feel like a fucking wackadoo over here. Um, I'm super anxious right now. Yes, I can relate to that. I'm sorry that I'm, my anxiety is throwing you off. I, I feel that I've been feeling that, um, there's, so different and so much change that is happening and so much change that I want to happen 
it's so far that it's like I'm almost afraid to do things the old way. Mm. And there's a lot of things that I don't want to let go of, but I'm afraid to even step into that because all of this newness. I don't know if that can make sense at all, but I feel like I understand what you're saying and I have my take on it. And maybe like you say, you can understand what I'm saying with, and you have your take on it. Things I think the old ways of doing things is not going to work in this new place. Yeah. I don't know. Like think about, let's, let's play this little fun game of Craig's imaginary. I'm going to rip my fucking uterus out of my body. Oh, I'm dying. That's what this is. It hurts so bad. Okay. I'm not okay. It's an intense moment. No, and I'm sorry. I'm going to be able to relax. You're going to be able to relax. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I'm almost in tears. It fucking sucks. You're doing so good. Okay. You're doing so good. So proud of you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but think about it that way, right? We're oh, on a new planet. It hurts. Okay, yes, new planet. We worked really hard and now we're in this new place that we get to explore and expand and almost like settle. Okay. We get to settle this new land that we've come across. But it's got different properties than the old place. Okay. So just from like the metaphorical standpoint, like fire doesn't work the same way. So we can't light fire the same way. Um <sighs> You know, we're not breathing oxygen. We're breathing some some other element there, or just everything. Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this is Planet Four Two Zero. But that's what it feels like. It feels like the old way of doing things isn't going to work here. So, like our old coping mechanisms, the old ways that we would like shut down, or or disconnect, or withdraw, or become overwhelmed, or all of these things don't feel like they're going to continue to work any longer. Yeah. And I think it's because we don't need them. Yeah. Right? There's things that I want. Like so what? That's what I'm struggling with. Like there's things that I want to bring into this space. And I'm having a, I don't know. I think I'm getting lost in these metaphors, actually. I'm yeah. having, I'm not listening very well because <laughs> I am distracted. Well, let me talk about something else. Then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing okay? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Okay, let's shift fine. gears a little bit. Okay, what are we talking about We're going to talk about that terrible documentary slash fake fucking movie on Netflix. What did we watch? That was the one with... Um, oh. So over the holiday break. Meryl Streep. Yes, it was, was an all-star cast. No, oh. fucking Maddie's not going to be in that. Who was it? Who was the Leo. guy star? Leo. Yeah. You can see how I could do that. Yes. Matt Damon, Leo DiCaprio. So the movie is Don't Look Up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to read the uh, <sighs> intro for it. Join Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Jonah That's Hill, Kate Blanchett, and Tyler Perry on the eve of destruction Ooh. in this crackling comedy. I, I moved my chair. You're good. And so, my pants are slippery, so I can't get up here. <laughs> there we go. Okay, resume. We're um, good. Roll. If you've watched this, then there won't be any spoiler alerts. If you haven't watched this, we're not ruining anything because it's a stupid <laughs> fucking movie. I had such high hopes for this movie. I did too. Because I like all of those actors. Right. And it was, in my mind, going to be a satirical comedy about the end of the world, which I was totally down for. And that's what it was. But it was also a propaganda film for global warming. Yes. And the way that they spun it was the idea is that there's a comet coming 
to destroy the earth. And nobody is willing to admit it or look at it or realize or agree upon. So literally they used this metaphor of a comet coming to destroy the earth and portrayed all of the back and forth and dispute disputing sides in regards to the um the debate about global warming in the in the world and so meryl streep played the president who was basically a female version of trump and was like oblivious and didn't really care and had way more important things to deal mm-hmm. with than the end of the world and when they found a way to monetize it yes like oh so then they spin it and monetize it and i mean it became very very clear about halfway through the film that this was literally just making fun of the other side so obviously this had a very skewed perspective right Mm -hmm. it's from the perspective of global warming is real and everybody that doesn't think that is a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. right and now this is a little soapbox oh boy um here we go i agree that global warming is real oh good okay i'm on that side of the fence okay i i think that we have contributed to it mm-hmm. i don't know if we necessarily have quote unquote caused it i think like everything else the planet goes through cycles it does that's true um have we sped up that cycle maybe yeah. i don't know right I don't think we can actually say that for certainty. I think we can throw a bunch of data at it that says, yes, we have. But then I think that we also can't say that for certainty. Anyways, regardless of whether or not we are the cause of it 100% or mankind is responsible for it 100%, none of that really matters in my mind. That's not the argument. Matters is what we do now. Well, no, I don't even think it really matters what we do now. What, what I think is important. I don't think there's actually anything important about think. this conversation. Like whether we or not. We differ here. Hold on. Okay. Well, you'll get a chance. You'll get a chance to get on your soapbox. I'm not going to get on a soapbox. We differ. I'm getting you a fucking soapbox. <laughs> I stand on those things. Next episode you is really all soapbox. You really want to fuck with me today? I don't I'm actually. I'm over here like. Shredding uterises. Right. You want to play? I will play. And all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um. The truth of it is, is like arguing about whether or not global warming is real Mm -hmm. is it's it's like arguing about whether or not the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Like it doesn't matter. Obviously, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. I don't understand why it does. Okay, keep going. It's just wasted energy. I don't. Okay. The fact is, it is happening. Okay, so. So let's start making some changes so that we can change it. I'm there. There you go. Are we going to magically alter the 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 way that the planet is heading i think we could i think if we all work together we could i agree is that going to happen in five years or 10 years or 50 years absolutely not not with because it has nothing to do with greed it just has to do with the way mother nature works and the planet works i think if we made changes right now if everybody was on board and this is the way it was i think the effects would begin immediately agreed they would begin immediately so we're not going to see those effects for hundreds of years that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it but the idea that somehow i think it's both i think we see immediate effects and i think the long-term effects are obviously but i do i think we I see agree. immediate effects. i agree i think we do see immediate effects as well yeah yeah i just think we're wasting so much time spending millions of dollars to make a stupid fucking netflix show 
about how the other side is so fucking stupid right. and they really just need to agree that the end of the world is coming and if we don't do something about it we're all gonna I see die your point okay that's not how how much going. did that fucking movie cost right right well we're trying to educate people well how about you fucking educate them instead of like isolating a complete huge chunk of society that disagrees with you and making them seem like fucking buffoons oh i'm on your soapbox now i'm with you right mm -hmm. that's the Go problem quick. that i had i'm in 100 percent of global warming support <laughs> I'm in support of global warming. <laughs> you know, how <laughs> oh, I heard that. <laughs> it took me a minute. Um, obviously, I'm in support. Like I, like we need to make change, yeah. and we are making change, right? We all need to do our part. All those kind of things. However, hold on. I didn't say anything. I know. Okay. <laughs> I did in my head. Oh, <laughs> you told yourself to pause. I did. Because <laughs> I was going to go down another Not branch. Not yet, Craig. <laughs> I was going to go down another branch, but I hadn't finished this one. Okay. Um, that was the main problem that I had with this okay. film. I think if we're going to invest that much time and energy and money and resources into something, mm -hmm. it probably shouldn't be the thing that makes fun of the other side. I agree. Because I envisioned about halfway through as we're watching this and everything became kind of clear to me, I envisioned what this film would look like if it was from the other side. Okay. Well, right? Right. Imagine that. I can see that. Just imagine the flip of it. It would have been so the characters, horrendous. the characters yeah. in the in the show. So Leo, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, there was another scientist guy, actor guy, Elon Musk. Um, I mean, it wasn't him, but that's who he portrayed. Yeah, I don't so know who he was. There though. were characters in the film that that believed that the comet was coming, mm -hmm. and they were like viewed as the only sane people. Okay. Oh, that's right. And everybody else was ass clowns. Mm -hmm. So imagine if those saying people that believe the comet are coming. Now, if we spin this mm -hmm. to the opposite side of the spectrum and the alternative point of view, those people would be the only sane ones that thought that everybody else was fucking crazy, yeah, wasting all their time and energy trying to stop global warming, right? Yeah. So that was my main problem with I that film. I see that. I agree. just how, like, when are we going to figure it out that making fun of the person that disagrees with you mm. results in fuck all right because that's what that film was exactly they made fun of people that disagreed with them you ain't fucking helping nothing you're literally like there's a pit of asinine fucktards and all they do is they crawl down into this pit and make fun of each other and try to destroy the other side right Obviously, that's not helping anybody. No. We're not fixing anything with that. We have to stop that dynamic of like, you're an idiot. So I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to mock you. And then I'm just going to ignore you like you don't exist. Hello? Imagine if we're all a fucking family. Do that to the fucking youngest sibling. See what happens. Right? No wonder why everybody hates everybody. Because you treat them like they're fucking idiots. But they both do it. Yeah. Right? Both sides do it, left and right. Mm -hmm. They both treat each other like that. Like they're literally the dumbest people that have ever, that they've ever encountered. I can't believe people are this ignorant and stupid. And then the other side's like, I can't believe that they're this ignorant and stupid. And then they create this stupid movie for Netflix and make it as blatantly obvious that we think you're fucking dumb. And not only that, but like Meryl Streep's character wasn't just oblivious and ignorant and not wanting to really look at the fact that there was a comet coming, but she was like, a horrible person. and they made her, um, 
like what was the the scandal that she was involved in right in this oh, fiction oh that's right it was sex yeah right like why is sex a scandal anymore we don't need to worry about what fucking people are doing right if it's between consenting adults why is that a scandal exactly nobody cares i don't care i could give two shits about people that are adults and that consent to fuckery fuck away folks fuck away <laughs> hashtag fuck away fuck away doesn't bother me at all that. right yes so that was my big issue with the film that was a bunch of spoiler alerts for that movie I'm still a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I still like Meryl Streep, and I think that we should not take away her Oscars for being in that movie. <laughs> right? We should not. But we need to stop with this incredibly destructive narrative of that it's the other people's fault. Yes. And that if we all just got on the same page, guess what? Like, the verdict is in. We're not on the same page, and we're never going to be. So let's figure out a way to move forward knowing that we're not on the same page. Hmm. How do you do that? You and I do that all the time. Right? There's so many things that you and I aren't on That's the same it. page about. So that was my big issue with the movie. Okay. And I think that before we try to fix global warming, we should probably stop making fun of the other side. I, I had the solution before I... <laughs> I couldn't say. Yeah, let's hear it. We just need to be fucking each other. <laughs> like, if you can just have great sex with somebody you're not agreeing with, man, you're going to figure out a way to work it out. So mm -hmm. we just like... I think it's a good idea. Marvin Gaye. Let's, let's get, get it on. on. <laughs> so to be clear, to re recap, I believe in global warming. Fuck away. Right? But I also believe that the other side has some valid points. Okay. And that's probably the case with every major issue right. sitting there thinking that you know everything and everybody else is wrong is narcissism yeah, i agree so we have a narcissistic society full of a bunch of fucking assholes that think they know everything yeah so what were you going to say what was i going to say yeah before do you have any recollection before i went on this tangent of this movie no I mean, I have things on my list, but... Sorry, I thought that in the middle of my tangent, I interrupted and cut you off and kept talking and you had something else. I, If you did, I forgot it completely. I think this whole episode has been us interrupting the other one. Maybe more me <laughs> than you. I'm usually like, don't interrupt me. And then you'll start talking. Hey! This, so, uh, I touched your cards. It's I okay. You I don't have lotion on. I think what we need to do is reach out to those neighbors the ones that are kitty corner. <gasps> so we've talked about. Okay, I, never mind. I take it back. Don't have sex with everybody because that's, no. that's definitely not what I was thinking. <laughs> Just having a conversation with them. I don't know if. We have these neighbors mm. that live uh, in our neighborhood <laughs> and we drive past their house. We don't know who they are. So we we drive past their house neighbors. and they moved in last year. There's and some that have it that have been here for a bit, too. Yes. So they moved in, um, set up shop, and not long after started flying their Trump flag. And it's clear what side of the aisle they're on, yeah. right? And it's clear that we are on the other side yeah. of the aisle than it, they are. It's not just that. It's not just the Trump flag. It's the black flags. And yes, the we take no prisoners uh, black American flag that is flown during wartime. 
So there's a lot. It's a little. That's a little like. Yeah. It's a little much. There's a lot. But you want to go have a conversation with them? I don't want to go have a conversation with them. I want them to come on the podcast and have a conversation with us because we are going to have so much more in common with those people yeah. than the things that we disagree about. Yeah, but... Uh, right? I agree to a point. I agree to a point. Okay. I know that we're going to have a lot in common with them, and overall, they're probably really good people. But I am not going to be able to side somewhat with somebody or figure out how to... I don't know how, I like, I, I agree with you so much. We need to stop attacking each other. We need to work together. But when part of that team is nothing but racism, pain and hate and wanting to take out the minorities and I'm sorry, I have a hard time thinking that I'm, I'm really glad that you were nice to your white neighbors or I'm really glad that you, you, I have a hard time going beyond that. So I can just be happy for the good characteristics that they have and be grateful and not think they're monsters but i don't necessarily i don't know how to step into that space well it's not like we have to be best friends i know it's not to be like buddy buddy and hang out and have barbecues together okay well what is the point i like well first off we're we're trying to like find that common ground right because obviously we're not going to bring them on just so we can humiliate them exactly or make them feel like shit that would be horrible yeah so but we're also not bringing them on to completely understand like their side and be best friends but what what is like how do we in my mind okay the the the, i mean first off it's two things we're Mm -hmm. talking about this little thought experiment about having this these neighbors come on the Mm -hmm. podcast but it speaks to the earlier thing about how we just have to like start agreeing to disagree and figuring out how we can move on. Well, let's find the neighbors with just the Trump flag to talk to and not the Trump flag and the black flag. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) When they're like wanting to take people out, eliminate people. But perhaps I'm having a hard time hearing their side. I'm having a hard time. Like I'm not going to give that energy to them. I'm going to put my energy somewhere else. So I agree with you. But we have to, like, back to what I said earlier, how do you and I agree to disagree? Well, we also live in a house where we don't want to take anybody else out. We don't want Hold to hurt on. people. What do we, I don't, those people don't want to hurt us. You don't know that. Why would they? Do you know what I mean? I don't know that. You don't know that. You're right. But that's fear. That is fair. And I believe. It's because they hung a black flag and that tells me that this is. I believe that they Ooh, okay. are I normal am people. Very, I don't know. This is going to take some work. I don't know how to breach that Hold side. On. I, Let me go to the what I was trying to say about how you and I agree to disagree. Okay. Because we don't meet eye to eye on everything. True. We do a lot of things, but we don't on everything. Mm-hmm. What do we do about those things that we don't meet eye to eye on? Do we get a divorce and separate and never talk to each other again and think the other person's a fucking idiot? We, we communicate. Talk. We talk. We a lot. communicate, right? We communicate. So that's what I'm saying. That's the point. I'm not going to. I mean, whether or not we ever do this, who knows? I would like to, and I think it might be a cool so, um, why experience. Tell me about the black flag. Why do you feel like? How is that? What I think they're hanging it out of fear. 
And that's how they can feel protected. And you are unwilling to talk to them because of fear. I'm not unwilling to. I just don't know how to. So that and tells me I that don't the see. two of you have something in common. We're You're both afraid. afraid. Yeah. So now we have a place to start from. I'm going to sit here and keep working on my mom issues before I start <laughs> dealing with the fucking neighbors, okay? <laughs> <laughs> One thing at a time. Jesus. It's just an interesting thought. One yeah. day, maybe. One day, maybe. One day, maybe. I think those in com- I think those conversations are how we change and fix things. I think you're right. I think making stupid fucking document or fake films on yeah. Netflix about fake pseudo things so that we can make fun mm-hmm. of the other side isn't the way that we fix no. things. Having legitimate, mm-hmm. honest, long, in-depth, like free-flowing, open conversations without an agenda, gonna... right? Yeah. The purpose of this is I just want to know about you and what you think. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going to change you, you know. There's been some really good guests on the podcast in the past from that, so I'm sure. Let's fuck it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, I'm making fun of you. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Maybe those aren't wrong? the neighbors. Maybe there's some other ones out Maybe there. Maybe they are. Why not start with your neighbors? Exactly. So right? I see your point. Start in your neighborhood. I'm also, Start with the people that you see every day, that you wave to. I'm really going to have to face my own hesitations here. Yeah. Because they're big. But again, I'm already working on a lot of shit. <laughs> Maybe know? next year. Um, but it just keeps getting worse because they didn't start off like that. It was neighbors and then here was a flag and then here was like, what does that flag mean? Yeah. You know? And then, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They think we're at war. That's, that's There's a probably a lot of people that think we're at war. And not just like in Afghanistan, but that like the country right now is at war. I think that's what that flag symbolizes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a black American flag. So it's not just a black piece of fabric. It's an American flag that is all black. And we Googled it when we got done Googling sex chairs. And turns out that that flag is representative of wartime as opposed to like, um, just regular flying the American flag as yeah. regular as what you fly during peacetime, right? And the, so it signifies that it's wartime and it also goes the extra length to signify that we will not uh, take prisoners. Yeah. Prisoners will not be allowed whatever. If there's more to it and you actually have this information and you want to speak to it, I reach out. That's let's, what I'm saying. We can go knock on a door and say, yeah. hey, how are you guys? Yeah, We're, We live over there. And um, we have a podcast and we would love to uh, have you guys come on and talk about it because we have created a picture of who you guys are in our heads based off of your silly fucking flags in front of your house. Yeah. And we know that there's so I'm much sure more. I'm sure if we started off by like your silly fucking flags yeah. in front of your you house, your... I'm sure they'd be like, absolutely, bud, let's go talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thing of like thinking that they're different than us. They're really not. Yeah. They're the same. They have kids. They have a house. They have a mortgage. Clearly, they're in a relationship. <laughs> Does that make somebody the same? That's all that matters is what <laughs> <are> you, <laughs> if you have a mortgage, that's the defining characteristic that's that terrible. I need to know about you. <laughs> that... <laughs> Why do they ask that question so much? Though? I don't know. You're Why do I have to fill showing. out an application <laughs> for something? And they ask me whether or not I rent or own. Because they're seeing... They're basically trying to figure out what color you are. And if you were going to, they're going to give you a loan. Is that not shitty though? It's beyond shitty. They're like, do you rent or do you own? Because if you're rent. Race doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. Then you're poor. Like what your financial, all of that. Like why? And if you're, 
yeah. We so have so too much many, to fix. Too many tangents here. So many things. Why? Why do you only give to those who don't need? Like when you see somebody that's checking the boxes of no, I don't own, I don't have this. Like we're like, absolutely. Here you go. Right. What are you going to do with this now? Yeah. That's why they don't hire me at the banks. They're like, <laughs> Steph's like, I'm just going to give you a little extra. We got right. all of it back here. By the right. way, I've been here for two weeks. Turns out they got a lot of money in there. <laughs> I don't know what we're Walk doing with, with it. Walk with me. <laughs> so if you'd like, I can give There's you just a little bit extra. There's enough for everybody. There is enough for everybody. And that mentality that there isn't, I think, is another big problem. I agree. Based off of fear, right? Mm -hmm. I think those neighbors that we have are flying that flag because in some way, shape, or form, they're trying to protect their children. They're trying to protect the people that they love. (sighs) So in some way, shape, or form, they have sent up a flag in their front yard so that they identify themselves to other people that think like them. So then that way they feel secure that they're surrounded by people that think like them, which gives me safety and security for the people that I love. This tribalism, that's why we all, you know, have gotten into tribes over the course of evolution and time so that we can protect the things that we love, including ourselves. Turns out we got a lot in common with those people. I think we need to protect our own children. And we also have to look at protecting everyone's children. Yes. Like we need to protect our own. Yes. But what kind of environment are you going to create when you're just protecting your own? But when you're like, I'm protecting my children and I'm protecting those children right there. I can and almost guarantee you that they would say the same. That they Maybe are doing, we should have them on the That podcast. they're doing the exact same you thing. You know what? I'm having a conversation with you and you're just speaking for them and that's not getting us anywhere. So if we're going to do it, do it. But you're hypothetical and coming across as a very centered, loving person might not be the conversation it might be but you're making me side towards that and i'm like i'm talking to you i'm not talking to them like maybe if you want to do that let's do that and let them speak and maybe it'll be the situation and maybe what keep talking and maybe it won't i don't know i don't want i don't know if i want to do that right i have too many things on my list this is not the way i want to go right now and this is also not something that has to be done right now obviously hold on i'm messing up your reel oh it's like a big clit rub it <laughs> look it okay folks ah. thank you for tuning in <laughs> we're uh, it's a giant <laughs> we're getting distracted by shiny can... objects um go to energieslovepodcast.com click on our sponsors tab up there and why go, are you protecting the clip go, go support she doesn't like it that hard she does okay she does when she's excited she does don't start off like that but when she's ready to go you can get in there <laughs> Uh, go support some of those businesses uh, that we support and that we love. Um, go follow us on Instagram. Go follow our new Clips channel on YouTube. Uh, what else? Thank you for listening. As always, just tell somebody about the podcast. That is still like the best. You cannot... What's the word? You can't buy the type of advertising of word of mouth. That's the word. <laughs> That's definitely not. But yeah, go tell somebody about the podcast. That's the only thing that we've ever really asked of people that listen. And if you like, just tell somebody about it because that's how this podcast grows. Sure, shit ain't talking to neighbors, that's for sure. I don't talk to neighbors like even in ones general. we like, right? So <laughs> even ones we agree it's fine. with. We don't it's really fine. talk to them either. Maybe this is the way it'll go. We'll see. On next week's episode. I'm going to sit here and keep working on my mom issues before I start <laughs> dealing with the fucking neighbors, okay? Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain there. 
We just need to be fucking each other. I just want to bring liberation with this. It looked like you were just about to start going down on the mic. I'm like, damn, 